Hey, it's Virgie, and you're tuning in to Love, Wine, and a Good Time, a lifestyle podcast about love, relationships, dating, confidence, motivation, and more. Welcome back to another episode of Love, Wine, and a Good Time. I hope you enjoyed the newsletter that I uploaded last week to get you into the spooky season. But now it is time for our women empowerment segment again, and I am so excited. I just love it. So on this episode of Love, Wine, and a Good Time, we are going back to the women empowerment segment. And I have a dear friend of mine who we've been friends with since college, back in my college radio days when I used to be at K-Beach and then studying at Cal State Long Beach. We had some journalism classes together and you know, she has always been very positive and friendly, so I'd love to welcome Paola to Love, Wine, and a Good Time. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you so much. Um, it's just busy, been busy uh, these past few months. I feel like time is just flying by. Um, I love October, but I feel like it's, I'm not ready for it. I feel like it just came too, too fast, so now I'm like, hunting down like all my decorations so oh yes yes. i mean it's crazy because technically they were up midsummer i remember in august like late july even early august i'm like what are you doing here i'm not done with summer yet (laughs) and that's everybody snatched them up but you got to check out hobby lobby i'm sure they still have some oh yeah of course like i that's i'm gonna go to target and see what i can find to decorate my cubicle Oh, that's true. That's true. And so for those listeners who don't know you, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, like fun facts, where you're from? Yeah, of course. So my name is Paola. So um, as Fergie mentioned, we met at school. So I went to Cal State Long Beach. I um, did my undergrad uh, communication studies and journalism. And then I um, stayed at Cal State Long Beach and I worked there for about five years in higher education. And that determined that I wanted to pursue my master's in counseling and higher ed. So now I work at Cal State Fullerton with parent and family programs. So I'm all about like student success and like helping them and support them. I love traveling. I know that because of COVID was really hard not like not being able to like leave. I love traveling. I also love concerts. I'm a huge concert goer. I started going to new concerts. I was like seven years old. Fun fact, my first ever concert with my parents. Yeah, my first ever concert with my parents was Luis Miguel. Oh, okay. That's at the bar. (laughs) Yeah, I was seven years old and I'm like, oh my God, like what a hottie. Like who is this? (laughs) He was like in his tux. Oh my God, loved him. Okay, Um, I see. And then ever since then, like I just started going to concerts. I think I was in sixth grade when I went to my first concert of the artist that I listened to, which is Hilary Duff. Oh my God, Hilary Duff. How was that? It was amazing. It was her fly tour. Remember that? Yes. Yes. Her album Fly. So it was amazing. I loved it. I still love her. Yeah. Um, and ever since then, I just got addicted. So I've, I'm pro- I need to make like an Excel sheet. I've probably been to like 100, 100 plus concerts in my life. Wow. 100 yeah. plus. That's insane. Have you been any to any this year so far? I did. I went to a music festival, which is my first time ever going to a music festival. I don't know where the heck I've been. Um, we went to Chicago for Lollapalooza. So I was like, oh, what is right. that? Like, like go, hard, like, go big, go harder, go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we went all the way to Chicago for a music festival. And the lineup was amazing. I was able to see about 14 artists that I wanted to see. 
So if you ever have a chance to go to a music festival, you need to go. It was a four-day music festival, so it was really tiring, but it was worth it. I was going to ask, because I've never been to a music festival, so what's the experience like? Because you just hear things, right? Like, you got to camp out, or you got to, like, wipe shower. I don't know. (laughs) You know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) What is it um, like? Yeah, so the one I went to... It wasn't camping. Like, you just have to, like, go there, leave, come back every day. That's and nice. it, was in the, it was in the heart of Chicago. So um, for those that haven't been to Chicago, Chicago reminded me kind of like if L.A. and New York had a baby. And the festival oh. was like, in their version of, like, Central Park, which is called Grant Park. And it's in downtown. And um, there's, like, all, like, I don't know how many stages there are, like, four or five stages all over. Um, and then you just kind of, like, I'm such a planner. So I was trying to get that schedule, like, way ahead. Those right. weeks I could, like, plan out, like, how many minutes do I have to get from one stage to the next stage? Yeah. And, like, I would, like, circle, like, okay, who exactly, like, who do I want to see? Like, who can I not, not miss? So the, so the artists, of course, that I couldn't miss was, like, Miley Cyrus, Steve Aoki, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, the Foo Fighters. I'm, like, a, like, a huge, like, emo, um, like all time low, Jimmy Eat World. Oh yeah, they were there. Um, yeah, so it was just a lot of people. It was like a mixture. That's what it. That's what it sounds like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, such a mix of like just good music. Wow, that's really great. Well, that's like quite a fun fact about over a hundred, and it, I'll keep that in mind for future music festivals if I ever go to one. But it, it looks like you had fun. I oh had my god, we should. Fun. I loved it. It was like my birthday um, present for me. So I was like, yes, because it was on my birthday week. So I was like, I need to go. Oh, perfect. Treat yourself. Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's really great. I always love it when people treat themselves to like things that they love. Like, yes, it makes me happy. But that's really great. I mean, you know, after working, you got to treat yourself here and there. And so you mentioned that you work at Cal State Fullerton, right? And so you want to be a what kind of counselor are you aiming to be or or are you already there so i'm not there yet um so um, to be honest like counseling it's so broad like um you can go into so many different departments so many different areas so i know for sure that i want to be a college counselor right stay in higher education um i know that i want to work with like students of like maybe like minorities or like low income. I know that I did an internship from grad school with the Men's Success Initiative program. Basically, they're like a cohort and they get um, students from low income areas, African-American and Latino students. And a lot of these students like have like no idea, like because they're the first generation, right? Like their parents didn't go to college. So it's like kids from areas like Watts, Compton, you know, like um yeah so um I don't know like it just kind of like filled my heart with joy when I would like help them out with I don't know just like school and tips and tutoring um my main my main part was helping them with the post-graduation component so I started to start talking to the upperclassmen like juniors and seniors about like resume writing personal statement like what do you want to do after college like do you want to go to grad school it's okay if you don't want to at this moment Mm -hmm. um what are your interests? Things like that. So I love that. I love that kind of like career um, post-graduation component. So I might want to be like either a career counselor 
or a counselor for smaller populations. Um, I just don't know yet. Okay. I mean, I've done in the past, I worked with like student life and leadership, basically helping students get involved and help them make new clubs and organizations. Mm-hmm. And then I worked with international students. So that was really cool. Like just meeting people from all over the world yeah. and um, just kind of helping them maneuver like life in a new country a lot of these students were coming straight from high school to first year or they were grad students so I was about I was in that office for like two years and then now I'm working with parents mostly parent programming meaning that nowadays now society parents want to be way more involved than they were before really so yeah so they want to know like hey like I want to be part of my student's academic career. How can I help them? How can I support? I also have a lot of parents that want to like volunteer because they were like in the PTA and stuff. <laughs> so um, one big project that I have for work right now is like reviving or revamping. It's called Volunteer Circle. Okay. So um, recruiting parents that want to volunteer and offering them opportunities. Um, for example, this last two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we had Explore Days, basically welcoming all the incoming students. So there was like booths and like music and like all kinds of campus partners were there. So two parents came and they were just kind of like showing them um, the new parents, um, like the ropes and kind of like sharing their story and saying like, hey, like we were there here once, like my student's a junior, let them know if you need anything, we understand kind of thing. So that was kind of cool. That's sweet. That's really nice to hear just because I know like I maybe in high school, but it's kind of unheard of for parents to be involved in college. You know what I mean? But I it's a I'm sure I'm assuming it's a great thing having them involved there because they are willing to learn and be open to, you know, trying to help their kid succeed. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's nice. It's nice to see people like there's some parents that have like second third this is like the third kid going to college right and then I have parents that this is our first kid going to college right. so they're like we're so lost like what do we do oh um, my God. everybody gets lost yeah yeah and then things change all the time like me yeah, and you went to college like 2011 right we started. <laughs> yeah <that's what> <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a little wild meaning that some things might change some like there's like different yeah. ways that they might think maybe things are like shorter steps I don't know but yeah it's like always changing that is crazy but no it's, inter- it's interesting when you were mentioning how you enjoy the the counseling aspect of post-grad just because I feel like that's not very common that's that's kind of unheard of you know what I mean because it's like they help you get through high school and once you're in college whatever classes after college it's like good luck to you but it's yeah. like half of the time we don't know what to do right after college. You're like, it's like, I was supposed to get started my first year in college. Like for those first gen students who are barely surviving and barely trying to get in the ropes of it, who didn't have any past family member go to college. It's like, how are they supposed to know? They're supposed to intern like every opportunity they get first, second, third year. So by the fourth year, they have something set up. You know what I mean? It's, it's tough. Post-college is super tough. It like, is. And then I feel like during school, like you're so overwhelmed that you're like, yeah. I don't want like I don't want to think about it. Like exactly. I don't want to know what the heck I'm doing after. Like I just want to get through my finals and graduate. Okay, but don't you want to stress about it now instead of like when you're out of college yes. and you're like, I don't have a job. 
So, um, oh, yeah. yeah, I really had to like work with my juniors and seniors and tell them like, Hey, you know, like it's coming up. Like, what do you want to do? Have you gotten an internship? How's your resume? How's your cover letter? So it was really important. Yeah, no, I, I agree for sure. Just because <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish. And then once you do, you're like, okay, now what? Like, Exactly. So it's really great. And I know you worked at Kelsey Long Beach, like at Student Life. Is that what what kind of kickstarted the your journey to, to pursuing counseling or not yet? What would you say is oh, like that sure. kind of sparked it? Oh, did it? For sure. Um, which is funny because um, I thought I wanted to be like journalism, like behind the scenes or even reporter. Mm-hmm. But my overachiever self, my last year took about like four internships. Wow. And I only liked one. <laughs> um, and the one that I liked was social media for four high schools in Long Beach. But then I wanted to do more. So I asked my supervisor, like, what else can I do? So she's like, actually, it's FAFSA season. Can you help them with their FAFSA? Can you help them with their college apps? And I was like, yeah, of course. So that's when I realized, like, oh, I like the college component. I just don't like high school kids. Um, so, and then I was working at student life as a student assistant for like four years mm-hmm. all throughout college. And I met amazing, amazing people. So I think they really like influenced me to stay in higher ed. Okay, but then a part of me is like, well, I like journalism communications. I don't know. So then I took um, an internship for the newspaper, a newspaper in Long Beach called Palacio and it was bilingual. And it was okay. I thought it was kind of boring. And then um, I took another internship. I'm sure you've heard of it. The Odyssey. Yes. It's like an online module magazine. It was kind of like freelancer. Like you, you do your stuff, your pieces. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to do that too. <clears throat> I love that one. Yeah. And it was okay. I think I did an article on like top 10 tips on how to get, how to get prepared for a concert. That's cute. <laughs> I need to look for it. I need to look for it. And then I did an internship with um, <clears throat> an urban magazine called EUR Web. And it was also like social media. And I became really cool with the reporter, with okay. the lead reporter. And she's like, hey, do you want to come with me to a, to a movie premiere? And I was like, yeah. So then I went with her to um, Ant-Man and Magic Mike Part 2. Ooh, XXL. Yes, yes. So she was doing the reporting, the cameraman was there, and I was kind of like behind among with all the camera people. You know that railing? It's like the the reporters, the cameraman, and like that railing. So I was kind of like stuck in between. And it's like hard. I was like, dang, I don't think I have like, I don't have the personality to be like, okay, let me get in there. Let me ask these people. Plus, these women were beautiful. So at that time, I didn't feel like I was, like, good enough, right? Like, you know, you're young. I was, I don't know, I was, like, 21. So mm-hmm. you're, like, a different, you have, like, a different shell. I call it, like, your different shell. Like, you know how yep. we shed or we build our shells? Mm-hmm. So at that time, I felt like I had, like, not a, not a strong shell on me. So I was, like, <laughs> oh, I don't feel, like, pretty enough. I don't feel comfortable enough um, to be a reporter for this. Plus, it's, like, hard work. And I was, like, I don't think I want to do this. It's too much. <laughs> so then um I kept staying in student life and then the director knew that I was graduating so he's like hey I have a I have a colleague in the trio program trio is like EOP mm-hmm. um which is kind of like support like a support program for students um and he's like hey their admin needs help it's like a temporary a temporary position for like 10 months 
do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah. So I was so blessed that I graduated in the fall of 2015 and I already had a job lined up for 10 months. <clears throat> and then, <clears throat> excuse me. And then after the 10 months was up, the student life admin was retiring and she's like, Hey, I'm retiring. You should apply to my position. Like you've been there for four years. Like, you know it. And I was like, again, I was like, okay, like, what do I want to do? Like I'm kind of right. stuck in between. So then I came back, worked with them for a little bit. And then I'm like, I love it. Like I love helping college students. I just like, like being in the college environment. I love college so much that I haven't left. Right. I'm still there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like just helping students get involved or, a lot of students were homesick and they're like, Hey, I don't have any friends. Like how can I meet people? You know, just kind of helping them build that connection. Um, so that was really cool. But I also felt very comfortable cause that's all I knew. That was the only category in higher education that I knew. Right. Student life. Right. So I was like, let me do something else. So then I started doing international. So I work with international students, services and admissions. So I was kind of a floater. Uh-huh. So I saw all the back behind the scenes of admissions and I didn't like that. I was like, no, it's very like routine, like very, very routine. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, and then they pulled me for student services, so helping students with their visa stuff. And that was extremely stressful. I was like, okay, I don't like this. So then I was applying to grad school too. So then I got into Dominguez Hills for counseling and I loved it. And then again, something a part of me is like, Long Beach is all I know. I wanted to see how other colleges work. So then during COVID, I was very, very, very blessed on getting a job at Cal State Fullerton. So yeah, yeah so back to, your, back to your question, I think um, that student life office really influenced me on staying in higher education. Well, yeah, but like what I love is that you you didn't really settle for anything. And it was like, mm, this doesn't feel right. Mm, I'm a leader. <laughs> I don't like it. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like one of my men, like my mentor always told me, it's like, you know, finding out what you don't want to do is also really good to know. Like that's important. It's like you cross it off your list and you don't have to force yourself to continue there and waste precious time looking for what you do want to do, which is great. I, I love it. I love the journeys like that. It's like you, you learn, like, I don't like it. No me gusta. Bye. Next. And it's funny because exactly. Because we did meet in journalism, right? I think we had a journalism class. and We do. With, with Schrader? Oh, my God. Mr. Schrader, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, love, I love writing. I love the media. I'm actually working within publicity. So I feel like I will always stay within the media, but in a different aspect. Because I had initially wanted reporting, but it, it was the same thing. It's like I was in a different shell. Right. I, I met a reporter who was tall, skinny and blonde. And it's like, that's all you see. I mean, you see how reporters dress. They're fit. They look good. That's like, aside from their writing, their job is also to look good. If not, you don't yes. get the interviews. You don't get to talk to the celebrities. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm going to like, I was already insecure as it was at the time. And I was like, this insecurity will never go away if I pursue this field. So no. So I get that 100%. And that's like kind of where I want to shift, I guess, my next question is because we all know the journey to finding that confidence. It's a bit, you know, tough from time to time. And if you don't mind me asking how you gained your confidence along the way, like what happened in between the 21-year-old at the time with that reporter to, to where you are now? Yeah, so I think it took a long time. It's like a long, long time for me to just kind of like not care 
in the way of like what people say or what people think and I'm like it's me right. like I'm the one that has to be happy of course like it's not like that all the time it's like a roller coaster right there's days where I feel really good and it doesn't have to be like physical it could be mentally as well yeah um or it could be like an outfit you're like hey I'm excited to go to work I have this new shirt on let me wear that you just feel good yeah. And there's days where you're like, you know what? I feel like crap. I don't want to like, I don't want to do anything. Um, and then I think confidence, like I mentioned, it's not only physically, but mentally. I think you have to be yeah. like mentally okay, like mentally healthy. I think some tips to gain confidence is see, like, I think it's so hard to pinpoint, like, what are people good at? Like, sometimes it's mm-hmm. so hard to, to be like, hey, or to admit that you're like, like, to me, it was hard to admit, like, actually I'm a really good people person like I'm very um I feel like I'm very comfortable on like talking to strangers and building a conversation right Right. but then sometimes people have a hard time admitting you're like oh actually I'm good at that it's so it's so easy to like compliment other people right Right. like oh my god that girl looks so good or oh my gosh you are such a great public speaker and then like me internally like you don't really admit that you're good at things so I think one tip is like it's like kind of like start pinpointing like your your highlight qualities because it's yeah. so easy to point your flaws it's so easy like I've like for me my one of my biggest flaws is like I've always had acne since I was like in sixth grade like it's been up and down right now mm-hmm. I just have a lot of scarring and before I, I could not leave the house without makeup I just okay. felt so insecure now like look at me I'm like not even wearing makeup and I'm like I don't care like I'm just out well, you now, look good well, it's all good yeah, thank you but yeah before I was just so insecure and then a part of me is like, why? Like, I'm not even, I started noticing when your friends are like, oh my gosh, like I have a huge pimple. And you're like, where? You're like, yeah. I don't even notice it. And then you're like, wait, do people not even notice like my pimples or my hair all messed up? Because it's true. Like, I don't mind criticizing. Like, if you're a good friend to another person, like you're not criticizing what they're wearing or what, how their hair is or their face or whatever. You're yeah. just happy to see that. So I'm like, I wonder and I'm the only one that's like stressing about this about my pimple right like example yeah I'm pretty sure everybody does that individually right it's like oh this or I feel like I gain weight and it's it's all within ourselves really but then it's like okay who who is gonna point it out like who is noticing these things and the people that notice your flaw like who are they do they even matter? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, who are these people? Why? Yeah, because it's like, you know, for a fact, like your partner, your your friends, your real friends, like they won't even like make you feel bad about it. They won't even care. They'll be the same way. Like, what are you talking about? I don't see anything, you know? <laughs> and those are like the, the, that's where it goes back to like surround yourself with those who genuinely care about you and who you know for a fact. Like if you were to have like, not like a, I don't know, like smeared lipstick or something like that. Okay, fine, tell me, because you know you don't want to look like, like on the teeth. You know, on the teeth, <laughs> yeah, like that too. Because I was like, it reminded me like at the wedding, like I was dancing with my dad, and I guess I had lipstick on my teeth, and my sister was like, you know, like check your teeth <laughs> from from the table far away. So I was like, okay, you know, it's important. It's important to have that, and and I love that because. I feel like everybody just reaches a point where they just don't care about what other people think. And I think like once you reach that point, like life just gets better. And I love that. I think we're at a point in our lives, our like late twenties almost now, 
that's crazy that we're like in our late 20s um and I met you like early 20s so yeah I think it's I think once you're in that in that moment in your life like you're good I remember when I was younger like high school like I always wanted to like look good or straighten my hair or like pick out my outfit in high school and I'm like why like that doesn't even matter but now that you're older you're like yeah, because I, I know there's there's still some girls going through that in high school now who full hair, makeup, like they'd get up super early and I'm like, I mean, they look great. They look really good. I, it's just like, for, well, I, ne- I was never big on makeup to begin with either. And so now I'm like, you know what, whatever. I, I, you know, I think it's just how you feel like you could be wearing sweats and your hair up, but if you display that confidence, then everybody will believe that you're confident. It doesn't matter. Like you're chilling some sweats, you know? Yeah. Also, like, fake it till you make it. Like, you might oh, be yeah. the most nervous person ever, or if you're doing a presentation, or if you really want to talk to someone, but nobody will know. If you're just, like, you know, take a deep breath, you walk in there, you, like, it looks like you know what you're doing. And then I know I've, I've heard stories, or I've hear my guy friends that they're like, confidence is hot. Like, they're, you know, they're like, who is that person? Like, let's talk to them. Yeah, it really is. I think that's where people gravitate more towards you in that case, you know? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And so I, I always like to ask because, you know, having working in the middle of COVID, dealing with things professionally, emotionally, mentally, is there anything that you do to kind of take care of yourself and have that form of self-care? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Self-care is huge. So, so big. Like nobody's going to take care of you if you don't, if you don't do it. Right. And I know it's not consistent all the time, but I try to be good on like just taking walks. So my job is a lot of like sitting down eight to five. I know when we were um, COVID, like we were working from home and sometimes I would just like click one tab and open the next tab and I was in school. So I was probably sitting for like 12 hours, right? So Uh try to make like a timer on like getting up a couple of minutes and like stretching, taking a walk. Um, Sometimes... I just love watching, like, Netflix on my own, like, nobody else. That's, like, kind of, like, my self-care. Yeah. Um, also, like, the biggest self-care is spending time with my boyfriend because I don't see him as often because we're both so busy. Yeah. And it's just, like, the little things that I enjoy on, like, grabbing dinner or even going grocery shopping. Now that I'm older, like, I love it, which is so weird. Me too. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Like, I get excited. He's like, you want to go with me to Ralph's because he lives on the street from a Ralph's? And I was like, yes. He's like, let's go do this. Let's go to Costco. Oh, my God, girl. I love Costco so much. I need a membership. Yes, get it. Because some things are just good to have from Costco because it's a lot of it's in bulk. But some things are just like, ooh, I need to get that. So, um, yeah, just like the little things like that that I really, really enjoy for self-care. And sometimes I try to look at my planner and I was like, oh, crap. Like, my planner is jam-packed and I haven't even, like, planned or scheduled anything for me. So, like, today. Today's my self-care day. Yay! I'm running errands. I'm like going to Target. I need to like pick up some stuff from the Amazon um little locker thing. I might go grab coffee so that I don't have to meet with my boyfriend till later today. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let me just do me for a little bit. Yes, I love that. I love it absolutely. I <laughs> I love getting coffee and going grocery shopping or coffee and Target. Or like a combo Target and Hobby Lobby. Oh, that's oh like, my god! Oh. I love watching their stories. 
stories on your posts when you go with your dog, your doggy to go to get a Starbucks. Oh my God. Yep. He, I be I taught him the word Starbucks. So like, that's why like, if he hears it, like his eyes, his ears perked up right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because he doesn't even like the puppuccinos. He just likes to ride. Got it. So I feel like when I show up with like, with the coffee without him, he just gives me the eye like. You want a Starbucks? Like I see your cup, <laughs> but I love that. I love that you know, because it's hard to balance everything. Trying to do a nine to five, and you're you're going in person or is it virtual? Girl, I've been going in person since August second. I'm like exhausted. It's like a different kind of exhaustion. Like now, I yeah. think I'm getting the, like the routine again. But the first two three weeks, I was like, oh my god, like I'm so exhausted, and it's like. A different kind of exhaustion of you waking up earlier, getting ready, driving. Because I live far from work. I live about like 27 miles from work. Yeah. So um, driving there, talking to people, being there, and then leaving, right? And because I have so much traffic after work, I try to like do something else. But it's like a different kind of exhaustion coming back to work for sure. Oh, I can imagine that traffic coming back. I, I'm not used to traffic yet. So, but the times that I do drive and there is traffic, like, okay, this, I'm not used to this again. But I don't know, because it's like some people are going hybrid. Some people are just like, we're still staying virtual until there is a good confirmation. It's just, it's just a lot. But like, at the end of the day, that self-care, it's what kind of keeps you sane and keeps you going which is really awesome and it's really great. And so those are most of the questions that I've had planned for today, but is there any like last words you want to say to the listeners before we wrap this up? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for inviting me to this awesome, awesome podcast. I'm so happy and proud of you. This is amazing. Oh, thank um, you. Not many people take initiative and do this, you know, because um, if it's not for work, people are like, no, I don't want to do it. But um, that's amazing that you're like, let me just do this for me. Because I feel like this is kind of like your self-care. Yes, it is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you have this. And then um, to the listeners, like, you got this. It's not always, like, it's not always consistent of you feeling, like, 100%. It's okay for to have, like, some down days. That's when your self-care comes in. If you're feeling down, do stuff, like, do one thing that you like or that you enjoy. It can be, like, super little of, like, grabbing coffee or, or taking an errand or watching a movie. Something so simple that can just make your heart a little bit, like... Yeah. bigger happier. warm and fuzzy yeah <laughs> no that's perfect that's very uh well said and thank you again for coming on the show taking a time to be here hopefully you come on more shows because i mean we we had a couple of, of shows back in my k beach days so i love that i love that the people who were there at k beach are still here in this podcast it, it's really awesome I appreciate that. And then with that, we wrap up the episode for Love Point and a Good Time. And we'll catch you on the next one. Alrighty, bye. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Love, Wine, and a Good Time. I hope you guys enjoyed this and are motivated to be optimistic and confident and love yourself. That's always the goal here on the show. And if you don't follow already, go and check us out on instagram facebook and pinterest love one and a good time podcast and you can also feel free to leave a review on apple podcast that would be really really great and helpful for the show uh takes a couple of seconds and just let me know what you really think about it i'd love to continue making it and i'd love to get any feedback 
And with that being said, I hope you guys have a great weekend and I will catch you on the next episode of Love, Wine, and a Good Time.